Welcome to the Naked Truth. Peace to you. We're going to pick up where we left off in the book of Numbers, fourth book in the Bible, fourth book in the Old Testament. Uh, so there won't be any red letter teachings from it today unless it's something Jesus um, brought up during his ministry. So let's begin. We're in Numbers chapter 25. Now Israel remained in Acacia Grove and the people began to commit harlotry with the women of Moab. So uh, this chapter's uh, let's take it bit by bit. I mean this verse bit by bit because it's saying one thing and it means another in more than one way. So starting with Israel, when it says that it could be talking about the person Israel also known as Jacob in the Bible or it could be talking about the people Israel um, who are descendants of that same aforementioned Jacob slash Israel in the Bible. Or it could be talking about the country, um, nation, Israel. Um, in this instance, it's talking about the people, the congregation, the descendants of that Jacob slash Israel, um, who the rest were named after. And now it's time, and it says in Acacia Groves, and so as always, forgive me, Please, if I mispronounce any of these wrong, so but so it's giving us the location of where they're um, they've moved to at this point, and it says in um, another other versions of your Bibles, may Scripture may call this place instead of Acacia Grove, Shittim, and um, it says the people began to commit harlotry. That's the last double entendre. It's when it says harlotry, it may be talking about prostitution, you know, actually paying for sex. I don't think that's what it's talking about, even though it says with the women of 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 Moab. Um, so Moab is another area of uh, people who, if I remember right, are actually um, distant relatives of of um, the Israelites also. But I could be thinking the Edomites, so don't hold me to that. Um, so that's a few of the different double meanings that some of these words mean. I think instead of prostitution, when it's talking about when it says committing harlotry, I think it's talking about it in the same sense where it talks about it in the New Testament, um, and where Jesus will sometimes talk about, or I mean, different places throughout the Bible, will talk about it in the sense of being unfaithful, saying that they they're being unfaithful to the agreement that they had with the religion or um, a deity entity leading them thus far. But we'll see. Let's keep reading. Maybe it's meant just how it says. Verse 2. They invited the people uh, to the sacrifices of their gods. And the people ate and bowed down to their gods. So that's the unfaithfulness that I was talking about. Where When it says the harlotry, that's what it's talking about. It's talking about them. If anything being sold, they're talking about they're selling themselves out, selling their souls for some other religion, some other entity, some other deity, rather than the one who broke them out and emancipated them from slavery through signs and wonders and has guided them this thus far. Although they've gotten sort of a bad report and, you know, been barred from making it to the promised land, uh, they've still gotten this far with the entity guiding them uh, to this point. Um, so verse 3, So Israel was joined to Baal of Peor, and the anger of the Lord was aroused against Israel. So um, 
when that's what it means, I believe, when it says the harlotry. It's saying that they've joined themselves, meaning they've allied themselves or taken part in the rituals of that area, meaning they've sort of um, um, assimilated with that society. Just, I don't know how long that ha it took for them to do it, but apparently, it, however long it took, it wasn't pleasing to the Lord, the entity Jehovah that's like leading them through um, the wilderness or El, depending on which one you're looking at God or Lord at, at whatever moment that we're at in the narrative. Verse 4, Then the Lord said to Moses, Take all the leaders of the people and hang the offenders before the Lord out in the sun, that the fierce anger of the Lord may turn away from Israel. So it almost sounds like that's said in a, a third person sort of sense. It's almost like um, the Lord starts it out saying and then says, so that the anger of the Lord, the fierce anger of the Lord, switches to that sense almost like it's a messenger delivering a message to the people. But in each instance, the Lord is being translated from the word Jehovah. So I don't know. And like I said before, when we read throughout the Old Testament where it says people are talking to, interacting with the Lord. That contradicts what the New Testament says. For example, John chapter 1. What it says um, again and there about people talking to, interacting with seeing God. Uh, that's not the case. So um, believe what you will as always. Um, but what we have so far is the death penalty being given out for the people who have uh, offended the Lord and like I said I'm just going to say it's the Lord because it's how it reads um, and for them taking part in that other religion so it's the death penalty for that but I guess the strange thing is why doesn't the Lord just lash out at the people who offended like when they made the wrong offering or made an offering and weren't commanded to why not just strike them down with lightning or however the Lord feels like it, open up the ground and swallow them up. Why um, put it into the hands of people to do it and hanging them no less? But it's how it reads, so let's keep reading verse 5. So Moses said to the judges of Israel, every one of you, kill his men who were joined to Baal of Peor. So um, it's been assigned to each of the tribe's leaders, each of the judges of the tribe's to carry out executions, death penalty executions, on the people who offended by uh, taking part in the religious ceremonies of the other people who they've encountered. Verse 6, And indeed, one of the children of Israel came and presented to his brethren a Midianite woman in the sight of Moses and in the sight of all the congregation of the children of Israel who were weeping at the door of the tabernacle meeting. So, um, one of the people in the crowd, or in the, in the congregation, I should say, has presented a Midianite woman that's... Um, Moses also married a Midianite woman, as well as an Ethiopian woman, unless those two places and two people are the same person. Um, so, uh, at least we know it's a people they're familiar with. So it's a woman from that group of people who they've traveled along with or encountered before. 
being brought up to um, the tabernacle meeting. That's basically the spot where Moses goes to meet with the Lord. And Moses is the same Ten Commandments. Moses, in case I didn't mention that earlier. Um, verse 7. Now when Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, saw it, he, he rose from among the congregation and took a javelin in his hand. So Phinehas is um, one of the descendants of Aaron. Aaron is, Rose, is Moses' brother who's passed away at this point just recently in one of the recent chapters. And the sister, um, Mir Mir Miriam, um, Moses' sister, also passed away just a few chapters ago. So really it's just Moses at the top. Then with under beneath Moses are all the judges, elders, and chief priests, and um, and lead beneath them are sort of the Levites and other people instrumental in setting up the tabernacle and the holy place. And then there are the people. Um, let's see. So one of the people, uh, one of the sons of Aaron, because that's who been who has been assigned to deal with the most holy of the duties and stuff, has taken it upon himself to, I guess, be zealous for God, and uh, in a rage, approach the midi the couple, the one guy who's of them, the of the congregation, who is with the foreigner woman. Verse 8, and he went after the man of Israel into the tent and thrust both of them through, the man of Israel and the woman, through her body. So the plague was stopped among the children of Israel. So I must have missed that part about a plague breaking out. Did we read over that? Let me see. Let's just go back real quick. Um, no, I don't. Okay, I guess the part about the ang in verse 4 about um, the anger of the Lord. Um breaking out among the people and commanding the people who have offended to be hanged. I guess that um, counts as the plague breaking out or maybe there was something that accompanied that that isn't um, ex um, expressly written out here, explicitly told. Um, but it seems that him taking that vigilante, making that vigilante move of stabbing the Israelite man and the Midianite woman who, um, I guess, was with him, uh, thrusting them through with the javelin seems to have been enough to appease the Lord that uh, at that time. The same Lord that told them, thou shalt not kill, by the way. Um, verse 9, and those who died in the plague were 24,000. So, again, I don't see where that plague happened other than when we read earlier that um, the Lord basically got ticked off um, and it aroused the anger in the Lord, but it didn't really, didn't really mention that a plague broke out, but clearly one did if 24,000 people died in it. Verse 10, and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Verse 11, Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, has turned back my wrath from the children of Israel, because he was zealous with my zeal among them, so that I did not consume the children of Israel in my zeal. 
So you have the Lord saying here that a human person, Eliezer, one of Aaron's great-grandsons or grandsons, um, has actually sated uh, the anger of the Lord and kept the Lord back from really lashing out at the people. Um, even though 24,000 people, it said, just died from the Lord's uh, fit in this instance, uh, the Lord saying it would have been a lot worse, basically, if Phineas had not come along and taken things in his hand and killed some folks on my behalf. Does that really sound like the same Lord um, that Jesus talks about and preaches? It doesn't to me, so it means either it's not or the Lord changes, which is entirely possible. Maybe the Lord is just like people and changes with time or events. It's not what churches and things would tell you or have you believe, but it certainly seems to be how it reads. Um, verse 12, Therefore say, Behold, I give to him my covenant of peace. So because, because one of the people took it into his own hands to basically be bloodthirsty and murder two people, not one, but two people, and it still isn't even clear why, they were killed or why that plague is broken out among the people other than they've been sassy again um but that was pleasing to the lord when the lord could have just opened up the ground like we just read recently could have just zapped them could have just struck them down could have just let them die in their sleep could have done lots of things but the lord is pleased with a person taking it into their own hands to murder two other people for a reason that it seems pretty unclear to me but maybe it will become more clear let's keep reading verse 13 and it shall be to him and his descendants after him a covenant of an everlasting priesthood because he was zealous for his God and made atonement for the children of Israel so uh, Phineas do it making that move and being sort of vigilante for the Lord is so pleasing that the Lord and God here is translated from the word Elohim in this instance not El as it was when we read previously in previous chapters but in this instance it's Elohim saying that God is so pleased with Phineas for being um, uh, zealous like that so zealous that he would kill sort of like how you see the what you think of as crazy people of other religions in modern times being willing to blow themselves up or take a machete and chop somebody's head off or do all kinds of crazy things or seemingly crazy things in the name of zeal for their faith you see it here in this instance saying oh cool the Lord being pleased with it and giving him a covenant of peace and an everlasting one it, it says uh, for him and his descendants meaning it was given to him back then, but it exists to this day even now, if you believe this is the everlasting Lord, God Almighty, making this agreement with him. Um, if you do, God bless Phineas and his family, because they got the hookup. Um, verse 14, now the name of the Israelite who was killed, who was killed with the Midianite woman was Zimri the son of Salu, a leader of, the, of a father's house among Simeonites. So Simeonites are, are one of the 
uh, brothers. Is they're called twelve tribes, even though we've tried to count them, and it seems like more than twelve to me. But that's who Simeon is one of. That's why they're called Simeonites, because they're descendants of his. And they just gave us the name of the um, the man who got thrust through with the javelin, um, Zimri. Um, and the woman doesn't get named. Or maybe it does. Let's see verse 15. The name of the Midianite. It does. Okay. And the name of the Midianite woman who was killed was Cosby, the daughter of Zer. He was head of the people of a father's house in Midian. So, not Bill Cosby, but a different Cosby. In this case, a woman named Cosby. And a woman who's the victim of the zeal of the uh, Phineas who thrust her through one of Aaron's descendants who killed them both. Um, verse 16, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Excuse me, verse 17, Harass the Midianites and attack them. <laughs> they really, really sound like the Lord God Almighty. Either way you believe, believe what you want. Here it's saying that the Lord is telling, giving them the orders to go and harass uh, the Midianites, the people who are uh, are the people of Cosby, the woman who was just murdered. Verse, or martyred, depending on your perspective. If you're from the Midianite perspective, might consider her a martyr. Verse 18, for they harassed you with their schemes by which they've seduced you in the matter of Peor and in the matter of Cosby, the daughter of a leader of Midian, was their sister, who was killed in the day of the plague because of Peor. So clearly the plague did break out because of the people uh, intermixing with the other religion and uh, the plague apparently was one they killed like I said it was like it says the 24,000 people and it was only stopped because of the murderous move of Phineas killing Cosby and um, that all wasn't enough that uh, with all that killing you see the chapter ends with the Lord telling them to go ahead and harass the people some more and the reason being because of them seducing them away to the other religion to you know hoe around with a different religion and also um Cosby the woman who uh, apparently lured away or whether she did or not um partnered up with paired off with coupled with um one of the children of the congregation and led them astray in that other religion and that's a no-no it was the reason for the plague and it's the reason that the Lord got ticked off and sent it according to the narrative excuse me and that's the end of this chapter so that's the end of this reading as always I hope it's a blessing for you and appreciate you joining me for it uh, past readings are available here on this platform, uh, Spotify, on Anchor, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, or if you're an adult, you can go to my website, it's hungtgirl.com. It's free. Click on the pictures there. Get to know me, body, mind, spirit, and soul. 
and read along with me with the red letters of what we do here on the Naked Truth of the Spirit and Soul pages there on the site. Thanks for your support, for joining me now, and hopefully joining me again. Stay safe. See you next time. God bless you. Peace be with you.